0: I'll invite you to have this blue insert ready for the end of our sermon time. It's an intriguing encounter, John and Jesus, these cousins meeting at the Jordan. John with his misplaced expectations and taken by surprise. Maybe in the midst of all his preaching and shouting and shaking his fists, he didn't notice his relative's arrival. He lifts his head to the long line of 500 repenters at the river's edge, and maybe he's wiping water from his eyes or shaking it from his hands. Next up! Jesus, where'd you come from, and, 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 and why are you here? Aren't you hearing my message? I'm not worthy to carry your sandals, because you are the one who's going to come and baptize with fire, right? Winnowing fork in your hand, shaft burning in the fire, Fire, I say. So John prevents Jesus and says, I need to be baptized by you. But Jesus answers with the first words of Jesus in the whole Gospel of Matthew Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Another translation puts it, I think, a bit easier. Uh, this uh, This is the First Nations translation. It is the right thing to do. This is the way it should be, to bring honor to the ways of the Great Spirit. So John relents. Let it be so. And John baptizes Jesus. And Jesus came up from the water. And look, the heavens were opened to Jesus. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And look, behold, a voice speaking from the heavens saying, This is my Son, the Beloved with whom I am well pleased. This is my Son, the Beloved. Again, in the First Nations translation, this is my much-loved Son who makes my heart glad. This is one of my favorite passages in the Gospel of Matthew. God delighting, God in community, God with a glad heart. And I hope that's your image of God, delighted, beaming with joy over Son Jesus. I'm so proud of you. I'm so pleased with you. Can we pause and let that frame our imaginations today. Amidst the the many voices that tell us you're not good enough or who do you think you are? A God who calls us beloved, delighting over us. And in the season of Epiphany, may that be one of the great reveals to us. This God who is overjoyed. And might that enliven or shape our hearts this community of faith the way that we posture ourselves or respond or dwell in the world in these days. So we reflect on God's glad heart on this baptism of Jesus Sunday 2023 and I recognize that not all of us are baptized And perhaps the age and stage of when you were baptized, um, you might not be able to remember it. But one of our every few year traditions here at First Baptist is to really take some time to reflect and remember our baptism. And if you've been with us over the years, you may have seen the bowls on the communion table um, in the past. So, but I want to say that even if you haven't been baptized and even if you can't remember your baptism, because some of us were probably baptized as babies, Jesus is here for all of us. The phrase of God's beloved and being God's beloved is something that we can all appreciate and connect with today. That we are beloved daughters, we are beloved sons, We are beloved children. So what we do in this tradition is we pass some of the bowls that are on the table. There's, like Don had pointed out, there's bowls of water. And we pass those through the congregation. And uh, maybe you just look at the bowl of water, or maybe you might want to touch it. I want to give us a few images to think about as we're uh, looking or holding the water today, uh, three images that might help us to spur reflection. And I'm taking these three images from a, a British Baptist theologian named Paul Fittis. And he's written a book called Reflections on the Water. Isn't that a great Baptist title, Reflections on the Water? And he talks about three symbols for water, Water is a symbol of birth, and the birth imagery is there in today's story. Jesus coming up from the water and hearing of his sonship. And in our baptism, or or maybe even as we touch the water today, we can remember that we are birthed anew. It's a new day, it's a new year, it's a new season. Might our reflection on our baptism Remind us of rebirth. Or secondly, water is a symbol of cleansing, that spiritual cleansing. We might know how other religions do water purification uh, rituals and Christians do the same. And so perhaps as you touch the water today, or maybe you'll take the water and make the sign of the cross on your hand or sign of the cross on your forehead, and you'll remember that water cleanses, washes anew. Maybe you'll even have a prayer in your heart. I think of Psalm 51, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit in me. Thirdly, water as refreshment. And again, I don't know if you remember your baptism as refreshing, but it's another image that hopefully we might connect with as we think about our baptism or the waters of Jesus. Jesus' water pouring out on us. And even in the days ahead when you're washing the dishes or touching water or getting a drink of water from the tap or bathing, you might think about how important water is in refreshing. Maybe think of your favorite fun and refreshing water-dousing moment. And might that remind us that our baptism is supposed to be refreshing. We've heard of the image of newness in Isaiah 42, our earlier reading, that talked about a new thing. And it leads into chapter 43, where uh, the prophet speaks again and says, God is doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So those images hopefully will help us as we're reflecting on our baptism. And maybe there's just one of the three that captures your imagination today. Rebirth, cleansing, or refreshment. One final quote from Paul Fittis. He writes, Contact with the element of water can evoke a sense of descent into the womb a washing away of what is unclean or reinvigoration. Water is a place in the material world that becomes a rendezvous place with the risen Christ. And so again, as we're passing the bowls, might we rendezvous with Christ? What does it mean for our baptism to remind us of rebirth, renewal, refreshment, cleansing. Jane is going to play, and we are going to pass the bowls, or if you want to um, be more active in your worship this morning, there will be a few bowls at the communion table if you want to get up out of your pew and come forward and touch the water that way. And then after we have had some time to reflect and hold or touch the water Then we'll close with this closing prayer. Thank you. Wherever those bowls have ended up, just leave them on the pew near you and that's fine. I hope as we continue to re- reflect on our baptism, maybe it leads to a conversation this week where you talk with a friend or a family member or a spiritual companion about your baptism and you just say, yeah, my baptism, it was, I was reminded that it was Refreshing, or it was a time of renewal and rebirth, or it was a a time of washing and cleansing. And for those of us who know people who might be interested in baptism, maybe that's a way we can explain baptism better. And of course, we are Baptists, we have a baptistry. If you want to journey um, forward and be baptized, Ministry staff or church council are always happy to have conversations about the waters of baptism. Let's respond in this responsive prayer. You read the bold print, and I will lead the the non-bold print. At the baptism of Jesus, God said, When we hear God's call to prayer, God is summoning us. When we hear God's call to service, God is inviting us. When we hear God's call to repentance, God is welcoming us. When we feel God's absence, God is still supporting us. May the God who called Jesus beloved speak blessings to us this day and in this season. Beloved daughters, beloved sons, beloved children, be empowered and enlivened to bring this good news to others. Amen.